0: We're now doing a new course every two weeks, as it were, uh, about the state. So this is the first one. Um, what is the state? OK, just to put this in a little bit
1: of context, this, this whole series is looking at state power. Um, it, it was actually um, planned before the um, current um, crisis, if you like, the, the, the COVID-19 outbreak, which obviously poses a lot of quite interesting questions about state power. Um and at the end of this this series, we've actually got a, a session um about that. So in this session about the state in general, um I'm gonna talk about basically the Marxist theory of of, of the state. And I'm not gonna try and relate it to anything that's going on now. Now I suspect that might come up come up in, in discussion, and that's fine. Um, but but I'm not gonna address it. I'm gonna talk about, you know the basics of a the Marxist theory of, 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 of the state. Um, and sessions that followed were also quite general about the police, prisons and drugs, if I recall. My um, post-it notes are falling off. Um, I'm gonna try and keep this quite short because um, I actually can't read a Zoom meeting and I can't tell if I'm boring people, which is actually a much more possible in a, a room. So I'm gonna try and err on the side of being relatively short, uh, try and give a bit of structure not really going to things in too much detail and but that really throws it back to you guys to kind of bring up points in, in discussion if things aren't clear if you want you know to discuss things and kick things around to um to do that because if i talk for you know just 15 minutes then nobody says anything it'll be a very short meeting um okay so what i'm going to do is um just make a, a few i think oh really about seven or eight points um just going through the basics of the Marxist Marxist theory of, of the state. I think it's probably good to start with the idea of, of, of what the state is. Um, now, obviously, at the top of the state, you, 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 you've got the cabinet, the, the prime minister, the government, you've got those departments, you know, yeah, Department of Health and Communities, whatever it's called now, um, health and care, that's right. Um, you know, so you've got all of that so slightly to one side. You've got Parliament, which may or may not be part of the state, depending on how you look at it. But then going on down, you've, you've, you've got, you know, the education system, uh, the, the, the health of the National Health Service. Things are actually quite quite in favour of, but they're nonetheless part of the state. Um, they're not the kind of health service and education system that we as socialists would, would want. You know, so it's fixed to the health system is... In, lo- in some part, at least, fixing up people to go back to work. It's got a hierarchical structure, which itself is very class-bound. The education system, much more so, is clearly educating people to go and work. But, you know, within those bounds, we're in favour of people being able to read, write and do sums. So, you know, it's not entirely a bad thing. It isn't simply or even capitalist in, in, in indoctrination. Um, you, um, then, much more obviously, you've got the classical parts of the state, you've got the police, you've got the armed forces, you've got a court system, you've got prisons. Um, arguably, you've got things like, like the BBC, you've got one or two bits of the economy which are still state-owned. The, the state has quite a big economic role, no at the moment, I won't go into that. Um, you've got local governments, which is also part of the state, and the things the local government does, which is increasingly small amount, but most notably social services and and yeah and you, and you go on the state does quite quite a lot state spending in Britain now is I think they're just a bit sh- well now state spending last year was just shy of 40 uh, percent of GDP uh, so so basically 40 percent of all the activity that's that happens in Britain now is state activity the state is a large thing yeah, it's not a small thing it's, it's not it, it's not just a few people with guns. I mean, although at times I'll treat it like it is, probably. Um, okay, so, um, so, so the first thing I want to start with is is what centrally the state is, and this is where I'm going to come and be very simplistic and say it's people with guns um, at heart. If you strip everything else away, the thing that makes the state the state is that it's a force. Yeah, it's an authority. It is. A source of enforced order. Yeah, um, the the first thing, or one of the first things that the state was was it was it was bodies of armed men, and they, I think, almost all places were men. Um, yeah, it was it was a police force. It was a system of of, of, of law um, of <laughs> eventually of of of, of prisons. The, the the state, if you strip everything else away, is a force. That imposes order on society. And that's what it is if, if everything else is stripped away. Now, actually, Marxism isn't alone in thinking that. Probably the first modern, I mean, after 1500, political theory of the state was Thomas Hobbes, who's a kind of conservative. Um, and his, his book on state was called The Leviathan, which is, um, I, th- I think technically it's a sea monster. It's a big false. You know, it's something that scares people, right? And um, Thomas, Tom, Thomas Hobbes, absolutely historically incorrectly, um, said that before the state, yeah, people were brutal. He said a la- lot. life was nasty, lonely, brutish, and short, and the state was any force that makes people behave themselves. Um, now, he's actually wrong. Um, I'll, mention it, I'll mention it in a while. Um, uh, Frederick Engels, um, Marx's lifelong collaborator, wrote a book, 1884, called The Origins of Family Private Property in the State, and it actually stands up quite quite, quite well, and one of the things he, he looks at is actually that the state emerges only when systematic conflict in society emerges. Prior to that, there isn't a state. Hobbes actually got, has got things entirely upside down. It, it's, actually, it's actually... The, the, the state is it, it's a reaction to a new social order in society, which has got conflict in it, but I'll come back to that very, very soon. Um, so... The Marx, I mean, Max Weber too, who's probably the most, outside of Marxist, Marxist theory, is probably the most famous quote on, on, on the state, said the state is that body that claims a uh, monopoly of force in a given territory, which actually functionally on the surface of things is actually pretty much what, what Marx said um, um, and, and Engels. Um, Marx and Engels said there's something underneath that which Weber didn't. Um, now, so there's a bunch of theory that says the well, state is, is, is about force. A, a, a lot of more liberal theories don't have this idea at all. I, I, I used to talk to students. I used to talk to them with, um, with with this book here. And is anyone anyone familiar with this? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's Haralambos, So I used to you know used to remove students' brains and put that book in their place. It's called being Harrelambossomized. Um, but if you if you go to that and you open it, the first page on, on, on the state, it's got the liberal theories. It says, and it says, ah, oh, the, the, the liberal. It's it's a the state is an honest broker. The state is a force that mediates between different competing forces in societies and comes up with something nice. It's is kind of a liberal pluralist theory of the um, state. and We'll come back to that because because that, that's the way the state wants to be seen. Yeah, um, you know, somewhat, somewhat like some, some in a Zoom meeting, putting themselves in front of their bookshelves. So you know. uh, yeah, it's that—that's that's the way the state wants to present themselves, um, Well, itself. Okay, so the core of the state isn't the nice stuff. It's—it's it's this this idea. It's a way of imposing order on society. Now, to a certain extent, even if you take the nice stuff, the education system, um, the, the health system, actually. While these aren't policing, these, these aren't services that carry guns, on the whole, um, they're, they're, they're about creating um, a, a system where, well, exploitation, where uh, can, can happen smoothly, um, where, well, in, in the current setup, where capitalism can exploit workers in an efficient way. Um, so that is a kind of capitalist order that the state is imposing. So, but... At heart, it's a false, and I think you should never, never forget that about the state. Okay, the the second point um, is, um, and again, this comes back to Marx and Engels, is the state isn't well, the the, the state emerges in, um, in in ancient society. So, and initially, for example, in, in ancient Greece, um, at at the time when class society emerges. Um, Engels, in The Origins of of a Family, Private Property and the State, um, talks about how you had what he called Gentile society, society made up of of, of clans, clans forming into tribes and and, and so on, and and these basically, having no class in them, Um, everybody was doing things of themselves, doing things collectively, those forms of primitive communism, those forms of basic commerce, but basically everybody, the society was quite flat and even, and what emerges out of these societies is is, is, is the beginnings of, of class and when you get class, you get class conflict. Yeah, Class is a, you know, the exploiting class want to exploit, the exploited class, the exploited class don't like being exploited, right? Conflict, yeah? It's, it's, it's going to happen, yeah? Um, and this, and while Marx and Engels don't say the state is the instrument of that exploitation, it emerges to basically, keep that 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 conflict from, from, from happening because the ruling class is necessarily numerically smaller yeah than the exploited class yeah that is in the ruling class's favor the, the, the state doesn't actually have to be the ruling class's personal power and in a certain sense the state strives not to be that yeah it strives at least not to appear to, to, to be that and sometimes it strives really you know, have that real distance but because it's Protecting that established order, yeah, it does that. It it it, it, it protects the balance of classes which exist in, in society. It protects the exploiters. So the, the earliest states were based on, on slave owners. This, this is the Athenian state, um, keeping slaves down. Now Athens was, was a democracy. No, it wasn't because the slave owners or male slave owners, or actually a proportion of the male slave owners who were richer ones. Um, had democracy and the slaves didn't. Now I think Athens was a funny state, in a certain sense it looks like the state is solely the the province of the slave owners, it is actually their personal property, in a quite important sense it is. Um, There's there's other funny things about it, Um, the slave owners were slightly kind of, they didn't want to get their hands dirty by doing things, so the police in Athens were slaves. Yeah? An, an Athenian slave owner would rather be arrested by a slave than get their hands dirty doing the job of policing. And that's a kind of interesting general point about, about policing, but also ab, ab, about the state. Yeah, the, the, the state tries to appear to be something broader than just the naked power of a ruling class. And I think in an important sense is that we, we can discuss that. OK, so that was one form of class society, serfdom and and sort of laws, that's another one, and what I'll mainly assume is it'll about uh, a, a state under capitalism where the basic conflict is between the working class and the capitalist class. Okay, third point. Yeah, this is a point that I've already talked about. State, the state tries to rise, its, raise itself above society. Yeah? Um, if you look at the state, um, I've just read an awful book, uh, mainly because I, I, I was doing this. People come across Chris Nynan, XSWP, Currently counterfire. And throughout this book, he writes as, as if the state is the personal power of, of a ruling class. So whenever the state does something, it's the ruling class. Yeah. As if it's a then they are personally sitting there. If you if you look at the if you look at the state, if you look at the cabinet, it's not on the whole full of capitalists. Yeah, it's full of journalists and lawyers. Yeah. Um, if you look at the civil service, it certainly isn't full of capitalists. It's 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 full of a, a tier of society b- b- below capitalists. You know, I mean, not not the bottom. The, yeah, um, not not the working class. It's full of kind of middle class, upper middle class people. People kind of pushing people who kind of pair scratch together to get them to go to fee-paying schools. That's the kind of people who become civil servants and and judges. Not and not just the, the the state on the whole isn't run by the you know the 0.01% of the people who actually own the bulk of world's world was economy. Um, it's actually run by layers below that. Um, So the the, the state has this real element in it of being something above that class conflict that that characterises the the economy, society, everything below this political public sphere that the state occupies. Um, And the state has a fantastic trick that goes, goes along with this. Because it's public, because it's not about private power. yeah. The ruling class don't have to pay for it. It's paid for through taxes. yeah. Um, so, yeah, be, because the state is is public, we all have to pay for it. Um, okay, so, disability, done that. Okay, now that doesn't mean that, that the state is not a capitalist state, but the state in a very important sense is a capitalist state. Um, and, you can put this in a very unnuanced way, Marx and Engels sometimes put it in an un-nuanced way. So in the Communist Manifesto you get the, the line, the, the executive of the modern state is but a committee for managing the common affairs of the whole bourgeoisie, which makes it sound like it's something, yeah, it actually makes it sound like there's kind of fat capitalists in wakes, waistcoats and top hats sitting, sitting around talking about how they're going to exploit the workers. It's kind of not. Uh, it, it ha- uh, well, if it has been, it hasn't been for, for, for a long time. And actually, the capitalist class have always been kind of willing to separate themselves off from power. If you look at the British state through certainly the first half of the 19th century, um, when the Industrial Re- Re- Revolution was happening, basically the, the, the capitalist class la- allowed the, the landed aristocracy to run the state for. Yeah. Then there was a big clash in 1842 over the Corn Laws. The bourgeoisie had to assert itself a bit more. Uh, and then you can see, for example, uh, the the yeah the landed aristocracy functioned by buying themselves things. So up until oh, some things called the Trevelyan Northcote reforms the civil service in 1872. Um, be, be before that, you could buy yourself a, pl- a place in, in the civil service. And the Trevelyan Northcote reforms um, said you had to be examined to. Get into the civil service, you have to pass some civil service exams, open it up to that that middling layer of kind of upper middle class people who'd, who'd had a kind of a right kind of education. Um, I mean, similarly, um, commissions in the army up until I, don't, I can't remember when, similar kind of time, had been bought. Yeah, you, you know, say so you, so you're rich, you know, you're the you're, you know, you're, you're idiot child of landed of, 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 like, you know, aristocracy, you become a colonel in, in the army and just get loads of people killed. Yeah. Um, and so the so the so so the so the state, um, I've got that on my point now. Yeah, the, the state is a capitalist state. It kind of rules on. It kind of it wants a healthy capitalist economy, but it's not necessarily the capitalist sitting there pulling all, all of the strings. They're, they're doing it themselves. Okay, um, right. I'm getting to the point. where I was going to shut up. So I think I'll make one more point. Okay, I was going to say something about the good things. Um, but I won't. I'm going to say as my last point, um, one of the key points that that developed through Marx's life. Um, if, you, if you read Marx's works in order on on the on, on the state, very early on, where you see his attitude towards well, sorry, sorry again. If you look at Marx's works through his life, and, and you look at what he says the working class's attitude towards the state should be, early on, it's a bit vague. Uh, early on, he, he says, ah, oh, well, the working class need to win the battle for democracy. Uh, he also uses a phrase which I think we should bin, maybe we should talk about this, which is the dictatorship of the proletariat, which I think has been rather ruined by Stalinism, um, and possibly a bit of in the Marxist movement actually before Stalinism, going back to the 1890s. Um, but he talks about the ruling, the working class rising itself to the level of ruling class. He doesn't really say what that means in relation to the state. Says so some things like in, in, in Britain that, that might just be winning a parliamentary democracy. That might do. Um, then he talks about France, which had a standing army. Britain didn't have a standing army. A big state bureaucracy. Britain didn't have, have a big, big state bureaucracy. Um, and, and he said something more thorough going is necessary there. Um, and he's a bit vague about what that actually meant. Um, 1871, 1872, 1871. Paris Commune. Yeah, um, the, the the workers took power in in Paris, and in effect, they abolished the existing state. They insisted that all state employees who wanted to stay on worked on the average working person's wages, not working man's wages. Let's be accurate, um, and basically elected all of the important posts. Yeah, and in. Embryo created the first worker state they abolished the old state and they created a, a new state and only 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 with that example did Marx say oh yeah that's it yeah you can't take over the old state yeah you have you have to you have to abolish it um, and set up a new state and he then said if that state abolishes classes because a state only exists to hold class class antagonisms apart and and keep be, be, be the top dog class of capitalists, in, in one case, in worker state, but workers in charge. Once the capitalist class is, is abolished, back state will wither away. This is a very difficult position to, to, to anarchists, which were the big debates throughout the 19th and early 20th century. Um, now, one last point. This obviously raises a question of, of what happens when you get an elected government. Um, elected Labour government, a left-wing Labour government, or rather a, a Labour government which is actually committed to, to serving the, the, the workers. Um, yeah, if, you, if we get, I mean, if we'd had something a bit better than Corbyn and they'd won an election and the British state still existed, what would they have done? Yeah. Uh, because Marx says, no, no, you can't just seize the state and, and, and use it. Um, Lenin wrote a book in, uh, he, he wrote a book under lockdown um, called, called, called the state, well, the, the state and revolution. He was he was in hiding uh, between the February and October nineteen seventeen rev, revolution. So that's good good use of, of, of lockdown. And, and he pulls together all of the Marxist bits and bobs on the, on, on the state. And the thing which was railing against as much of Marxist movement, to, um, the German Social Democratic Party in particular, basically got a programme where so you could seize the state, 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 news, and it. Is saying that. No. And the idea that. You could get an elected workers' government under a capitalist state and what that did and how how it was limited by, by, by that and what it had to do was quite important. It's the idea of a workers government. But um, I have now been talking for 20 minutes. So I think with summarizing on, on three points. The state, whatever its nice bits, is, is organized false. It's organized false because the, because because society above which the state tries to appear. Has class conflict in it. By imposing order on society, it ensures that one class, so currently with the Kappa's class, stays on, on top and at times will nakedly use its force to repress the working class, so break strikes and, and so on. Um, the, and the working class can't simply seize hold of that state and use it to implement their program, but have to create their own state. And then I've left that slightly unreconciled question about what happens if a left-wing Labour government or a left-wing workers' government uh, can win an election under capitalism, what do, what do they do? I haven't answered that question. You can.
0: A few announcements and there's a couple of things that I'll put into the, um, into the chat with some links. Uh, the first one is, if this is the first meeting you've come to, thanks very much for coming to them. Um, we've got lots of meetings on over the period of the lockdown, and we will continue to hold them both in Zoom and hopefully in person one day. Um, the next ones that we've got on uh, Tuesday, we do a kind of ABCs of Marxism, uh, so we've covered things to do with who was Lenin, Marxist and the Labour Party, uh, imperialism. The next one this Wednesday is uh, the politics of identity. We've also on Thursday, we have a regular meeting at 6pm, which is kind of about COVID-19, about the current situation so this is about what we can learn from the current easings of the lockdowns that have happened in various places and what that might mean for britain so i'll put a link to all of these in the chat um while matt is wrapping up um so please feel free to check those out if you're not on our mailing list and you want to stay in touch with us provide their contact details um if you want to go on our website you'll find details there but if you want to message me on here you can message individuals so you don't have to share it in the whole chat so if you just find Stephen brackets chair if you want to send me your email or phone number i can add you for our other upcoming uh, events that are on